Why does God hate me? A response I received to one of our latest podcasts. A question I often wonder is, why does God love me? Let's talk about that. Hi, I'm Josh. Welcome to Honestly Radio. Most of us have a fairly good grasp on reality. We understand basic principles and live our lives accordingly. No one questions the principle of gravity. Sure, maybe one time you tied a towel around your neck and tried to fly like Superman or grabbed an umbrella and tried to imitate Mary Poppins, but all of those attempts brought you back down to Earth, hopefully with very little injury. But once you understood how the principle of reality worked, you began to act accordingly. You didn't argue with it, try to make deals or attempt to ignore it. You learned to live with it and use it with purpose. Makes sense, right? So why do we treat God, or spiritual realities, any different? Just as we don't fight against the reality of gravity for our well-being and benefit, it would make sense that we should treat spiritual reality the same. God created both. He is a creator who believes in order and not chaos. So a question like, why does God hate me, or why does God love me, reveals we're not grounded in spiritual reality. When we can respect the word of the creator, God, as much as we respect and embrace his creation, gravity, we will live, function, and thrive as we were made to. God loves you. We know this because he said it and demonstrated it repeatedly. He gave up the very best he had just for you. He also created you. His utmost desire for you is to live as you were designed to live. You were made to know God and be known by God, to love God and be loved by God. This is our spiritual reality. Moses was trying to lay down this fundamental understanding for the people of Israel before he died. He had the unique privilege of speaking to God directly, and through that, we receive his wisdom today. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15. Now listen, today I am giving you a choice between life and death between prosperity and disaster. For I command you this day to love the Lord your God and to keep his commands, decrees, and regulations by walking in his ways. If you do this, you will live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you and the land you are about to enter and occupy. But if your heart turns away and you refuse to listen, and if you are drawn away to serve and worship other gods, then I warn you now that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live a long, good life in the land you are crossing the Jordan to occupy. What Moses is saying is this is a spiritual reality that you need to grasp. It's fundamental, it's understandable, and it's well within your reach. And it will either be to your blessing or your destruction. Your choice is what will make the difference. We are blessed when we are in the presence of God, in every possible way. When we are in the presence of Jesus, we are favorably placed to receive his love, comfort, peace, and blessings. Imperfect analogy time. Imagine we are sunflowers and that God is the sun. If you want to grow, you have to be in the sunlight. Only way it works. You might say, I don't want to be in the sun too warm. I want to go inside. Okay, you can go inside, but you won't grow. In fact, it will actually destroy you. You'll wilt and die. You don't like that. 
You want to grow on your own terms without the sun, okay? Doesn't work like that. You're literally a sunflower. You were created to thrive in the presence of the sun. This is reality. You can argue with it, but it won't change anything. The instructions given in God's word are simple. They're meant to be followed. Either we can thrive in them or be destroyed by ignoring them. Either way, the decision is yours and mine. So some may feel, why does God hate me? And yet, they refuse to acknowledge him, refuse to spend time with him, refuse to pray to him and surrender their lives to him. What feels like hate to you is actually the absence of his presence, the absence of his blessing, the absence of the fullness of his love. God doesn't hate you. He just doesn't know you, and you don't know him. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 7, only those who do the will of my Father will enter the kingdom of heaven. Christ says knowing of him is not enough. He says, I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. The spiritual reality is this. The only way to God the Father is through relationship with Jesus Christ. Our relationship is demonstrated in how we live. It shows our connection, love, and loyalty to Jesus. God is so perfect, he cannot be associated with sin. When we are in Christ, God is able to look upon us and know us because the Bible says we are clothed, covered in the righteousness, the perfection of Jesus. The Apostle Paul echoes Moses in Romans chapter 10 as he tries to help believers understand how Christ became exactly what we needed to experience the fullness of God's love. For they don't understand God's way of making people right with himself. Refusing to accept God's way, they cling to their own way of getting right with God by trying to keep the law. For Christ has already accomplished the purpose for which the law was given. As a result, all who believe in him are made right with God. In fact, it says, the message is very close at hand. It is on your lips and in your heart. And that message is the very message about faith that we preach. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. So the absence of God in our lives feels like hell. But when you know Jesus, it elevates us spiritually to receive the gifts of heaven, to receive salvation, redemption, and the embrace of God the Father. And the choice is yours and mine. We have to make it. It's our spiritual reality. What will you choose? God doesn't hate you. He longs to be united with you. He desires to call you family. Paul shares this beautiful image of God the Father. Romans 10 shows this. God said all day long, I open my arms to them. God doesn't change. All day long, his arms are open to you. He longs to embrace you. And he loves you so much, he is giving you the opportunity to choose him. He is waiting for you right this very moment. But sadly, they didn't choose God. They didn't respond to him. It's recorded, but they were disobedient 
and rebellious. But we have that choice today. We can choose to know God and be known by Him, to experience the supreme blessing of His presence and His embrace. In hopes of driving the point home, this spiritual reality, Moses says, These instructions are not empty words. They are your life. What do you want your life to look like? Are you done fighting against reality and ready to surrender to an almighty and loving God? I can think of no better way to close the show than with the words of Moses. Today, I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying him, and committing yourselves firmly to him. This is the key to your life. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. I pray that you would make the right choice today. I want to encourage you to read Deuteronomy chapter 30, Romans chapter 10, and Matthew chapter 7 on your own. If you need a Bible, just tap on the link in the Honestly Radio Instagram or Facebook page. We have a few resources for you there as well as ways to connect and download the podcast. I want to encourage you to connect with God daily in prayer in your Bible, and through attendance and service at a local church. Allow Christ to begin building your faith. Thank you for joining us on Honestly Radio. Remember, live honestly, be blessed. We'll see you next time.